Welcome to our Forever Young Podcast, where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young, because you're never too old to become younger. My name is Christiana Eggy. And my name is Sherry Marichu. Make up your mind that no matter what comes your way, no matter how difficult, no matter how unfair, you will do more than simply survive. You will thrive in spite of it. Joel Austin. Today, our topic of discussion is resilience in the face of COVID-19. So this is when we invite our listeners to get up, put your AirPods in, or put us on speaker and take a walk while you listen in on our discussion today on resilience. Resilience, Sherry, is a very huge topic to discuss. Yeah, I'm a little bit afraid. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many facets of resilience, and we are going to barely scratch the surface. My hope, however, is that something we say today will resonate with someone and impact them in a positive way, or at least get them thinking or get them on their way to, you know, some sort of change. So what is resilience, really? It's one's ability to adapt in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, or other significant life changes like COVID-19. Who doesn't have stress these days? Is there anyone that has not been impacted by COVID-19, old or young? As a matter of fact, (laughs) my two and a half year old grandson has been greatly impacted by COVID because he has never had the opportunity to play with any other child. And that is because we made a choice to keep him at home for now. Yet, whenever he goes to a playground, you know, to the park or one of those indoor amusement parks, you can just see the longing in his eyes to run and join other kids. Mm -hmm. It breaks my heart that, you know, a lot of people have been deprived, especially children. Yes. So, you know that I'm generally really positive, right? Yes, (laughs) I do. I always see my glasses half full, not never half empty. However, with 2021 rolling into 2022. Wait, with 2020 rolling into 2021, rolling into 2022. Well, actually, maybe from 19 to 20, <laughs> 21 and then 22. <laughs> and still no end in sight for this pandemic. I am starting to feel some of the, the, the COVID fatigue that everyone has been talking about. Oh, Yes. And with this new variant, this Omicron, things are moving rather more quickly. As a matter of fact, when I was thinking about this topic a couple of days ago, you know I've been hesitating about it. Yes. <laughs> uh, things are a little bit more calmer. But as of today, I will actually say the date. I think today is the 15th of December. Yes. Universities are now closing down for in-person examinations because a couple of universities have had outbreaks. As well, the government of Ontario just yesterday 
has instituted new measures for retirement homes and nursing homes to keep the residents and the staff safe. It is really disheartening because mm -hmm. just when you think that things are going to get better, it seems to be getting worse. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? There was a time I was talking to a gentleman, I think he was in his 40s. He was wheelchair bound. He had a debilitating chronic disease. And, you know, we're just talking and, you know me, I like to throw in a little bit of positivity. <laughs> so I said to him, you know, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, you know? <laughs> and he said to me, but I did not even get lemons. Aww. And yeah, that jarred me, like, you know, yeah. to reality, really, where was he going from where he was sitting? Yeah. He wasn't going to get any better. So... That is the time that we are living in right now, yeah. you know, but we have to keep going on, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Of course. Yeah. So it's almost like COVID-19 has taken away lemons from a lot of people. Or some people are like, we don't even have lemons. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about how to move on, how to just, you know, build that resilience in spite of all these difficulties, because, you know, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm -hmm. Mind you, you know, taking that literally, a lot of people have lost their lives. And we pray that their souls rest in peace. And we pray that, you know, their families be comforted and strengthened. That is why we have to be smart. We have to, you know, just take, you know, take this really seriously and do what we have to do to help this whole situation and get this under control. Yes. So Sherry, what does resilience mean to you? Well, I think like you, Christiana, I would say that I'm also a very positive person and, you know, tell me something difficult or hard and I will always try to find a way to make things easier or at least break them down to make things more achievable, you know, or bite-sized you know, to me, resilience is about being able to push past a wall, you know, a wall that initially people put up or that circumstances put up or that COVID has put up in front of us. I think in my life, when there have been walls that have put up in front of me, I think it's, it's my job to figure out how I'm going to take down the wall or move past the wall. And I think a lot of our regular listeners know that my brother was diagnosed with and passed away of an illness that had no cure and no effective treatment, ALS. And I mean, this was a massive wall that was put up in front of our family. And yet we all found a way to be resilient, to push past during Christopher's illness, because we needed to find a way to continue living and help Christopher continue to live with something to look forward to. And I mean, throughout his illness, it became my personal mission to always have a smile on my face when I saw him, always bring positivity to the room and to the home when, when I saw my brother, because this was how I was going to help him be more resilient. So to me, resilience is so many things, but most of all, I think it's staying positive and being strong through difficult times. 
And just like you said, what did you say? What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Isn't there also a saying that is tough times don't last, but tough people do. And I think you and I, Christiana, are tough people, but tough in a good way. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And we, we hope that we continue to remain strong and tough because this is challenging indeed. Yeah. So COVID-19 has caused stress levels to go through the roof. A lot of people are starting to deal with mental health issues. So we're actually in a mental health crisis right now. Resilience is like a muscle. We need to work hard to build our resilience. And although it, it may seem as if, you know, if you're resilient in one, one way, you are resilient all around, but it's not true. It, it's not a permanent state. We we deal with things differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you handled the death of your brother so well. And, you know, even again, I personally witnessed you go through the death of your dad, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys, I think faith does a lot for, for people like yourself. I've been through my share of losses yeah. too. Like I was an orphan at 20. I'm widowed. Yeah, at my age, and you know, I keep going on, but not everyone has that, right? Yeah, you can deal with one thing very well. It's like, okay, I've dealt with these difficulties, yet I'm the type of mother when my child has a a fever, (laughs) I cry like I just. (laughs) Lose it, right? So I'm not resilient when it comes. Or if if the police shut down the roads around your home. Resilience, you know, fluctuates. And so we have to learn how to build resilience in different ways. Like we said, a lot of people are starting to experience COVID fatigue and burnout. And it's manifesting in so many different ways. People are feeling overwhelmed. You know, people are losing their coping skills. They just can't cope. There's increased alcohol and drug use. There's increased anxiety, depression. People are experiencing panic attacks. They can't sleep, you know. People are just, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I just felt really, really sweaty. I was shaky. People that I least expect, you know. Mm -hmm that are generally very strong. I've listened to them talk about symptoms of panic attack. And I'm like, you know, that's panic attack. Oh, really? I didn't think of it that way. So people are not able to cope at work or school. So there's increased rates of dropouts and resignations, digestive issues, you know, irritability, withdrawal, sleep disturbance. A lot of people are not sleeping they're worried about, you know, their businesses, their finances, especially caregivers, you know, yeah. especially if you have a loved one with dementia, you can't get out and they are becoming, you know, more agitated and, you know, and in turn it impacts you. And, and people are acting all big time out there. Look at all the incidents on airplanes, yeah. you know. My daughter is downtown for school these days, and she tells me, Mom, it's <laughs> it's wild out here. <laughs> it's the she wild, wild west. The, she gets on the bus, people are acting up, you know. She's, sometimes she's even scared. There are areas she doesn't even want to go to, you know. Uh, so all yeah. these things are happening, not to mention the increased violence and all the mass shootings that have taken place recently. So we really need to focus on the health of our society, 
you yeah. know, just, you know, I think mental health should more than ever be uh, one of those public health things that there'll be public health announcement telling people what you do and if they're feeling certain kinds of symptoms. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's true. I mean, people are having such a hard time coping right now. And I think we need to take temperature really of how resilient we are. I mean, you just went through a list of things that people are going through right now and we need to, you know, take, take note of what's happening with ourselves. So how are we coping with, with life? What, is your confidence level like? Do you have control these days, like self-control? Can you concentrate? And like you said, are you sleeping? Remember, sleep is so important to not just our mental health, but our the whole functioning of our body. Are we eating well? What are your eating habits these days? These are things that I check in with my mom and my aunt all the time. Did you sleep? What did you eat today? You know, have you gained or lost excessive amounts of weights? I mean, I'm sure you've seen in people that you know, Christiana, people have either really lost weight or gained weight through COVID. And then, and actually COVID has been so long that I've seen people gain weight and then lose it. You know, it's, it's interesting. Are you experiencing digestive issues? Are you finding yourself procrastinating more? Are you putting things off? Are you not doing things that you should be doing? You know, are you putting off working out, right? Like things that we need to think about. And then are we self-medicating? Do we see ourselves medicating with drugs or alcohol or even both? And, and are you seeing with your own friends and family have have people withdrawn? Are they no longer communicating with you or wanting to see you? And then have people, have you lost interest in things that you used to enjoy? So are you not doing things like, you know, enjoying playing with your dog or working out because you are too stressed about what's going on right now in the world and in your life? You know, in spite of all this, all is not lost. <laughs> That's a good thing because it's a long list. <laughs> That's a resilient <laughs> comment, right? <laughs> Dr. Kenneth Gainsbourg, a pediatrician at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, actually wrote The Seven Seas of Resilience. This, this was meant for children, but adults can also adopt these seven seas. Well, that's so, good, because if yeah, kids can I'm do it... go through some, and you go through some. Okay. The first one is competence. So this is the ability to learn how to manage situations. You know, when you become an expert at something, you know, it makes it that much more easy for you, right? Mm-hmm. So... You know, when you work hard to build your resilience muscle by trying different things and until you find that particular thing that resonates with you, when you're at that point where you're really good at something, it's like, okay, for instance, maybe say you, you're really good at dancing. Yeah. So now you can't go dancing anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because of COVID, but you, you don't just give up. You still dance at home virtually, right? Mm -hmm. So that is like you 
mastering that art of virtual dancing. So that'll make you feel that competence again, not just, you know, so something you cannot do, but you find a way, you sort of pivot and do something different. So that boosts your confidence. And as well, I went into confidence, which is another part of a way that you build your resilience. So when you are competent, you feel confidence, right? So it sort of feed off each other. And then there's connection. We talked about this when we talked about um, self-care or something to that effect. We are social beings. We all like to be connected. You know, we like to be acknowledged and loved, that sense of belonging. So everyone is close ties to family or friends or the community at large. So we need to build a a very strong network of social connections, whether it be through work or school, through your religion or through the community. Right. And then I guess we have a few more C's still. So we've done confidence, confidence and connection. And so there's a few more. So I've got character. So we need to develop a positive and strong character which is, it's funny to say it out loud, like to build, to build a positive character. But I think that's something that you can truly do is like train yourself to be more positive and to look for the positive and just to be mindful of other people's feelings. So part of being positive is being kind, right? We, we like to remember to be kind to one another these days as well. And I think part of being kind is, contribution, which is another C. So contributing to your community or contributing to your community helps you have a really strong sense of purpose. And that helps us stay motivated as well and will help you build your resilience as well. And then there's also coping. So I think developing good coping skills helps you recover from adversity and, and it helps you stay stronger for the next time you need to deal with your, use your coping skills. So Dieter Uchtdorf says that it's your reaction to adversity, not adversity itself, that determines how your life story will develop, which I think is really interesting because it's true. It's like what I was talking about earlier about, you know, the walls being put up in front of you and it's about how you deal with them that that makes you who you are and, and not the wall that's put up in front of you. And, and I think along with that is one of the other C's, which is control. You have con- complete control of what you do. I mean, you don't have control of what happens to you, but you have control of how you react to these things that happen to you. And I think people who are resilient see that because they don't just, you know, take a step back and and take it, whatever's thrown at them, they find a way to take control of the situation themselves and move past it however they need to. That's awesome. But guess what? There's more. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to the seven C's of getting (laughs) resilience, there are several other lifestyle factors we can adopt. Okay. You know, deep breathing has a calming effect on the nervous system. When you feel overwhelmed or feel like you are in a panic, you know, it's very important that you stop and take a very slow, deep breath. 
holding it for about 12 counts and releasing it for three counts. There are several other types of deep breathing methods out there. I think there's the 646, mm-hmm. but you can look it up yourself and see which one resonates with you. And I think we did course, one like box breathing. Didn't we do that in one of? Yes. With, yeah. um, with Swati? Um, yes, Swati. Yeah, yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. And of course, there's meditation. I think we did yes. it during the meditation. Yes. And if you have not um, listened to our episode on meditation, please cycle back and listen yeah because with meditation mindfulness is key yes how about exercise sherry my favorite (laughs) so again there are loads of information on our exercise podcast get stronger live longer with dr odia too so that would be another place where you can get more information on different types of exercises and daily exercises are like natural stress relievers. Like, you know, it just, your happy hormones pump when you actually exercise. Then there's thought process. Your thought process is the foundation of your existence. It's how you think, what you think, you know, how, how you feel. It's very difficult, like we said, to be optimistic at this very difficult time with this uncertainty of COVID-19 and all these wonderful variants that are just cropping up. But positive thinking can give you the courage that you need when hope is failing. On those negative thoughts, you know, allow yourself to feel them, but do not dwell on them. Don't let them overtake you. And if you cannot shake them, seek help. Yeah. And I think that's important for people to know, like, that, you know what, Christiana and I aren't just positive people that Mm -hmm. never have negative thoughts. That is not a thing ever. People, we all have negative thoughts. We all have struggles, but we choose not to dwell on them. And I think, I think that's like the key there is that. A few minutes ago when I called you. (laughs) Exactly. You not let me go to my home. Like (laughs) roadblock I had to go like round yeah, exactly and you know but then I shook it off right? right right and and if you cannot talk about it if you cannot laugh about it mm-hmm. you know seek help from your faith leaders mm-hmm. or seek a professional to help you yes there's nothing to be ashamed of no social stigma with mental health yes. it's like having a headache or diabetes mental health illness it's just like that it's not physical it's mental so please seek help especially this day and age everyone is dealing with something that's right i love this quote from mandela he said do not judge me by my success judge me by how many times i fell down and got back up we all fall at certain times don't sit down shake off yourself (laughs) get up get back at it Try, try, and try again. Get help if you need it, please. Yes. And don't forget how important sleep is. Remember when we talked about sleep with Dr. Odiatu? Sleep affects how you think and how you feel. So you can handle situations much better. You will be more resilient if you get adequate sleep. And of course, I want to take this moment to remind our friends about healthy eating as well. 
Proper hydration is important because dehydration can exacerbate symptoms of stress. And that's where you need to make sure that you're drinking and sleeping right so Drink that water, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. Drinking water. Um, and also have a, and herbal, herbal teas. Right. So that you don't exacerbate your symptoms of stress and that you're getting hydrated. And of course, my very favorite, be active. As as Christiana already noted, we can't stress enough how important moving your body is, raising your heart rate and building your muscle strength. So make sure you do all those things to help you build your resilience muscle. Absolutely. Well, personally, I cannot think of any other time in my life that there has been so much uncertainty. And I, I, I think the same goes for everyone. Yeah. No, I, maybe those that are over 100 years may have dealt with something, but I don't even think it was this way. Like, you know, with all this wonderful, sophisticated variant, <laughs> you know, That's right. from everywhere. Because travel was in this, good those days right, right? exactly so move as quickly as they do now and please like i said earlier do not be afraid to seek help do not feel shame there's nothing to be ashamed about if you're not feeling good if you don't understand how your body feels talk to someone about it talk to your doctor talk to you know a therapist actually or um, just somebody you trust yeah a friend you yeah. know just exactly. to yourself. I think what makes this whole pandemic thing a little bit easier to deal with is that it's, it's front page news. It's yeah. in the news. It's everywhere. So don't you, you when you, I think when you find that you're not alone dealing with something, it gives you that type of uh, support and encouragement that you know what other people feel what you are feeling. And not of all of us have fully developed resiliency muscle. It's a process. Yes. Just, you know, do the work. It's hard. But, you know, we are, it's like, I can boldly say we are in the fight of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But make up your mind that in the end, after COVID-19 is under control, I'm not going to be say after it is said and done. Because <laughs> do after it's done. under control. Just know that when it's under control, you'll still be standing and you'll be the better for it. Yes. And tonight, I want to leave you with the words of Thomas Edison. He said, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So we leave you, dear friends, with this. (laughs) And we pray that, you know, you find it in yourself to to build your resilience so that, you know, this pandemic will make us stronger, tougher beings, and that we're not going to go out there and just take it out on other people. And if you see someone that is acting out of character, you know, don't take them on. Walk away. Keep your garbage can closed. But if it's somebody you know and care about, talk to them about it. After they get cool off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give them a call later, okay? Yeah. And, you know, I encourage them to seek help. So until the next time, I'm Christiana Eggy. And I'm Sherry Marie Chu. See you next time on Forever Young. Until then, keep smiling because... You're never too old to become younger. 
The Forever Young Podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggie and Sherry Marie Chu, and it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at ourforeveryoungpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Our Forever Young Podcast. Thank you for listening.